Y'all are tuned into the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. Want to give a big shout out to all of our sponsors: Two Pilots Distillery, Nobles Networking, Project K9 Hero, 3S Woodery. Go check them out. Uh, let's see, Gridiron Coffee. Uh, my guys over at Creative Vets are definitely not a sponsor on the show, but we love just everything that they do. So please look them up. Um, and I want to give a big, big thank you to Mr. Matt Oxley at Oxley Performance Computers. So, oh, shout out to Red Circle, our management distribution company, too. Um, thank you for a little change in my pocket. So, before I get into the show and I get on my soapbox, uh, I want to thank Matt Oxley at Oxley Performance Computers. Uh, my big computer, my desktop or whatever at the studio that runs everything, all the production stuff that we do, uh, the show, the music that we record here, everything, uh, it went out over the weekend and on July 3rd, I called Matt and, uh, I'm like, Hey dude, uh, I know you've been on the show before. You're cool as hell. Is there any way you could fix my computer next week? Because I'm not going to be able to record shows without it and matt literally day before july 4th holiday weekends like dude just go ahead and bring it to me now uh i brought it to him and not only did dude hook me up dude hooked me up he built me a custom computer uh for a great price um and uh it was just really cool to me that he went above and beyond he went out of his way on a holiday weekend and uh, he didn't, he definitely didn't have to do that. So, uh, and we had never done any business or anything together um, before. So he literally just did this as a, as a, just being nice to me and being a good person. And so Matt, uh, you are a sponsor on the show now um, for a long time. Just, I appreciate what you did. And if it wasn't for you and the speediness of, uh, of how you work and everything, we wouldn't be able to put out shows to all the good people listening. So y'all do me a favor. Go like uh, Oxley Performance Computers uh, on Facebook and everything. Look up my guy, Matt Oxley. And dude, I just really, really appreciate it. All right, now that I've done that and gave a special thank you to my boy, Matt, uh, I also just thank you to all the sponsors too. Like I appreciate all that y'all do to make this show possible. Everybody associated with the show that... It's just a big part of why, you know, it's successful. Thank you guys and all the listeners. Uh, today is going to be a weird show. Uh, let me turn the radio down a little bit. I should have started drinking before I did this. Maybe I'd be more of an asshole than I'm about to be. Uh, so y'all know I did the Kylie Strickland show earlier this week. And I didn't really catch a lot of shit for it. I expected to. Um, 
But one of the things that, like, after it was all said and done that I realized I did wrong with that show is I had Gracie on to kind of help me get through it because I knew it was going to be awkward, and I wanted her opinion, too, as a, a genius child. And a bunch of y'all liked her comic relief. So, you know, it worked. But I got kind of sidetracked with some of my comments. And some people took some shit the wrong way, or honestly, I probably didn't say it the right way. Uh, so I decided to kind of regroup, think about everything, and go over it a little bit more. But before I do that, this is what I really wanted to talk about for a few minutes. Trolls. Trolls, you grubby, grubby sons of bitches. Uh, I am going to make something right now. I'm going to put down an offer to all of y'all. See, the only people that messaged me or sent me negative stuff on social media were people that, one, you don't understand what uh, compassion and grace is because you're a fucking idiot. Uh, that's not a my, me problem. That's a you problem. And uh, we'll talk about that a little more in a minute. But the people that messaged me were people that had no profile picture that were literally following nothing but fake accounts. The five or six people that sent me ugly comments. They don't even expose their face. So, Unky Josh wants to play a fucking game with you guys. Y'all have a lot of balls behind a keyboard. You're keyboard gangsters. Oh, you feel so cool when you got that little fucking keyboard in front of you, that computer screen, because you know nobody can come through and whoop that ass. <laughs> See, where the generation I was born in, the reason why we don't talk shit is because we know what it's like to get hit. I've had my ass whooped before, and I've whooped ass before. You know, but one thing I don't do is I don't disrespect people because of their opinions. I don't go on other people's pages. I don't go on other people's profiles or whatever and just sit there and be negative. I learned a long time ago, if I don't like something, you turn the motherfucking channel. You don't sit there and belittle people because of their opinions. That's why it's called an opinion. They're just like assholes. Everybody's got one. And I don't think that your opinion is no more valuable than mine. I think our opinions should be both heard regardless if you have a little following or a big following because you're still a fucking human being so that being said throwing down the gauntlet to you motherfucking trolls you guys can email me or message let's not do email let's do instagram you guys can message me on instagram at jlterry87 j-l-t-e-r-y 87 if you have enough balls to end up in my inbox being a fucking cunt. <laughs> you can come on the show next week. But before then, you have to show your face. You have to show your age. You have to show the things that you're not showing on social media that you're hiding behind. And then I'm going to allow y'all to come on the show through Zoom and have a debate with me. Because that's what adults do. They have debates. They have conversations about what is bothering them. What they don't like that somebody else is doing. Hey, one of my friends from social media that I made that I did not know until I had them on my show. I absolutely love how this person conducts themselves. They messaged me and they knew if they messaged me that I would call them or they would call me too. Either way. 
And we ended up having like an hour long discussion about things that I said on the show and how that person didn't agree with those things. We did not fuss. We did not fight. We had a educated debate. And by the end of the phone call, this person who pretty much is huge on social media because they call out people and their bullshit. And I respect that person so much, whether I agree with their opinion sometimes or not. And by the end of the conversation, they didn't agree with anything I said. And I never intended on them agreeing with anything I said, but they understood my point of view and why. And that's where I'm going to explain a little bit more of my point of view on the Kylie situation. And hopefully you guys will get a better understanding that before this episode's over. But it's the trolls for me. It's the trolls. It's the people that hide behind a little kitty cat emoji or whatever you have as your profile picture. You're just a cute little baby is what you look like. You look like a little bitch. If you ain't got enough balls to put yourself out there and put your real ass opinion out there, please don't come at me because I'm just going to make fun of you. I'm just going to pick on you because not because of your opinion, but because you're too scared to show your face and be real about who you are while you're attacking real ass people. That's not cool. That's that's not that's not cool at all. That's like fucking He-Man from the cartoon attacking George Washington or some shit. You can't have a fake ass person attacking a real ass person. It looks stupid. It's comical to me. So, JL Terry 87 on Instagram. If you want to come on the show and you're one of these trolls and one of these people that have messaged me some bullshit or attacked any of my friends. There's a lot of people that attack Brianna. Brianna gets on my goddamn nerves more than most people. But you ask that girl the stuff that I think about her and the stuff I want to say and guess what? I say it to her face. I say it to I call her. There's a lot of people that get on my nerves. Bottle of wine. I love that bitch. Love her. But if I ever disagree with anything she says, I'm going to reach out to her and have an adult conversation. Anybody else has been on the show? SJ, Paige, anybody. Macy's bitch ass. If I have a problem with something somebody's doing, I'm going to say it to them. Because that is what an adult fucking does. You don't, I don't hide behind a keyboard. And I hope that these people that make all these stupid ass comments on other people's social media pages, I hope that you hear this. I hope you're one of the ones that has said something weird or ugly to me. One of y'all that said, you're not supposed to talk to your kid like that. I'll guarantee you, whoever said that doesn't have kids. I had a couple people like, you should be ashamed of the way you talk to her. Man, fuck my kid. My kid is mean as hell. My kid talks more shit about me than I could ever talk about her. I'm raising my daughter to be a fucking badass. I'm raising my daughter to not take shit off of anybody. And in the world we live in, and all you sensitive motherfucking Sallys and all you Karens, you guys are so sensitive. You cannot take a joke. You cannot take people playing with each other. You can't take anything besides for your feelings and make them fucking explode all over the internet. Oh, I got my feelings hurt. I gotta show it. Fuck you two. I don't understand why you think that your opinion and everything that you do 
is so much more valuable than ours. It's actually kind of sad to me, to be real with you. The fact that some of y'all have to be so fucking miserable. You're just literally sitting there in screen recording or whatever. Somebody else all day. Somebody after I did the podcast, and I'm definitely not saying their name. Because uh, that's probably what they want. They probably want me to share their shit. Uh, they probably want anybody to. When you can't come up with your own content or, you know, be your own person, you steal other people's shit and try to, you know, grow up and get big off of that. Uh, and, you know, that's nothing but a fucking leech. You're nothing but a leech. Uh, but somebody the other day made the comment or made a video, and it was from last year. It was where me and Kylie got into it last year. For all of y'all who don't know, Kylie, for some reason, showed her ass towards me, and it was because of, she says it was because of a friend that she had at the time. Um, I think a lot of that was to do with it. I think there was some other stuff that was there too. But she ends up doing a show with me a couple months later and says all it was all bullshit. It was all bullshit. Feelings were hurt. She was mad uh, about some things, and she took a lot of shit way out of purport or way out of context. And uh, it was whatever. We smashed that beef. And then someone's got the balls to put that video out there like it just happened. And then they said, Josh has always been scared of Kylie. No, 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 no. It's called compassion, you stupid fucker. I'm not scared of a goddamn person. Uh, I'm not. But also, at the time, I'll go ahead and tell you, there was no reasoning with her. And it turned me off to her for a long time until... She wanted to smash it until she wanted to smash the beef until she was like, I told her, like, we got to make this public because you publicly humiliated me. So, it's either we make it public or I'm not fucking with you anymore. And she was very nice and she made it public. She did a show with me. And that was cool. That was good for me. That's all I needed. People fuck up. It's how you treat them after their fuck up that makes you the person that you are. I want y'all to hear that. It's when somebody else fucks up, how you act towards them after they fucked up shows who you are, not who they are. They've already fucked up, but are you going to have grace in a situation like that, or are you going to, uh, or are you just going to condemn that person to hell? A uh, couple things that I want to kind of address with that. With all the Kylie shit going on. I'm showing grace. I'm showing compassion. A lot of y'all don't like that. I get that you don't fucking like that. A bunch of y'all consider her a pedophile now. I don't know what I consider her. Is the thing. A lot of y'all have already made up your mind and all that type of shit. I hate what she did. think it's gross. I don't know how many times I can say that. I think that she needs to be punished. But I hope coming out the other side, other side of the punishment, she finds help. She finds help. That was one of the things that the person that me, uh, that I talked on the phone with, um, that's big on social media, and we kind of wanted to, she wanted to know, wanted me to clarify a couple things. So, one of the things that that person said to me was that Kylie's feet needs to be held and took close to the fire. And she needs to catch some heat from this, a lot of it. And I told him, look, I'll be real with you. 
I'm cool with her feet being in the fire. I just don't want her fucking neck in a noose. I'm cool with that. And that's where a lot of people, I think, got confused about some of my comments the other day. I'm not saying that this person doesn't need to be punished. I'm not saying this person doesn't need to be punished in prison or jail. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that either during the punishment or after the punishment, that I hope that there is a blessing. I hope that there is something in all the bullshit she's going through that makes her a better person. I am not condoning anything that this girl did. Not making an excuse for anything she did. Other day when I said a cry for help, all of y'all were, there it wasn't all of y'all, it was just a few people. Most people supported the show and liked the show. When I said cry for help, I don't know if that was the right words I should have used. I think the way that I meant that, well, I know the way that I meant it, I might have just said it wrong, is there's obviously something wrong with her for her to think that that was a good idea. I'm not using mental health as an excuse for her. I'm stating that I think that there's something wrong with her right now. Anybody that thinks exposing themselves to children is a good idea, there's something wrong with them. Or they're just a piece of shit. I choose in this situation to believe that there's an underlying issue. I don't choose to believe that she's just a piece of shit. That's all I meant by that. And if it turns out that she's that that it was that there's nothing wrong with her and she just exposed herself to children, then she's a piece of shit. But I don't think that that's it. I think that there's something there. Uh, the reason why I think that there's something there is like I've told y'all, I've been around her. I've seen her do good. When she first started coming to the show, there was a really good person there. But the past year or so, ever since she went through all the domestic violence stuff, she's not the same person. She's not the same person that I met back in 2020. She's just not. And that means either money has completely changed her or there's something there. There is something there. You look at the veterans that I work with that have PTSD and you look at how much their lives change after that traumatic event. They're not the same anymore. And it takes people helping. And that's what I meant the other day. Some of y'all were like, oh, you're saying her mental health makes her be a pedophile. No, no, wasn't fuck saying that. Wasn't saying that, so don't take my goddamn words and twist them to fit your narrative. No, I was saying, and I might not have explained it well, I was just saying that there's obviously something going on with her for her to even think that that was okay to do. And I'll be real with y'all because I try to be very transparent and everything. There were things that have been said to me and things that's been shown to me ever since I did that show the other day that make me feel like there are more issues there. For one, somebody was telling me she was hanging out and drinking with an 18-year-old. I definitely don't like that. I don't like that. Uh, was I drinking at 18? Yes. Do I have friends that are underage drinking at 18? Yeah, but I'm not with them very much. And I don't allow them to drink at my studio. I don't allow 
I'm not buying them no fucking alcohol. And I'm not saying that Kylie ever did. So don't nobody take that shit and twist it. Uh, I'm not going to contribute to a minor. Uh, also, the drinking and driving thing. A lot of videos have been sent to me that shows that. Look, I'm a country boy. I ride dirt roads for fun. If you don't think that sometimes there's a beer in my hand or a liquor drink, uh, you're wrong. But I'm riding farmland. I'm riding dirt roads going five miles an hour. I'm not on them fucking major roads. Um, and if I have to go somewhere, y'all can check my fucking Facebook, bro. If I go somewhere and I know that I'm going to be drinking, oh, I'm finding a DD. I am finding a DD. But I have a lot of friends. I have a lot of friends, not just on social media. I have people in my life that I can actually spend time with. That is something that I do feel bad about for Kylie. I think she's had a lot of fake-ass people around her that have uh, kind of gave her the misconception of what a friend is. And unfortunately, she ends up listening to them or ends up burning a bridge with them, and then they turn on her. That's another reason why I'm not turning on her yet. And I say yet for a reason. Because everyone the other day was like, you're just going to stand by her side and all this kind of stuff regardless of what she does. No. I'm going to state this right now. And I can't get no more fucking clear. Just like a drug addict. Or anybody that's going through this type of shit she's going through. You have to want to help yourself in order to receive help. If she or anybody else that I'm friends with goes through these type of moments and does not get help and help themselves when people are offering it to them, that is when I turn my back on them. And then that's when I'm done. Uh, I'll tell you a little story. If y'all haven't listened to the episodes, my sister has been a topic on a couple times. My sister's in a cult, but my sister used to be a drug addict. And... I'm very glad that bitch ain't in a ditch somewhere dead or in a trap house doing God knows what for drugs. But she's in a Christian cult now. And it's not, they're going to say it's not a cult. It's a fucking cult to me. It's weird. But that's what we had to do to my sister. We had to turn our backs on her and say, look, we're not doing anymore, dude. Like, this is it. We've offered help. We're willing to get you help. It's either you get the help that you need. Or you're not family anymore. By blood you might be, but I'm not going to fuck with you. And uh, I didn't know she was going to go like as extreme as she did. But once again, much rather her be fucking drinking the Kool-Aid than, you know, shooting up meth. Plain and simple. And that's where I'm in this situation. Hey, look, I've turned my back on people that I actually knew from real life. Kylie is somebody that I met through social media that became a friend through social media and through doing some shows and going on some trips with us. I've got some buddies that I've known for 30 years that I've turned my back on because they won't help themselves. But before I turned my back on them, I tried to get them help. Uh, I got one buddy. I think I've talked about it a couple times on here. We grew up together. I'm talking about best fucking friends. We were all at each other's houses every weekend from the time we were five or six till we graduated high school. And then after that, me and this dude lived together. We were, we're, I'm talking about like best friends for the longest time. And I've offered this dude a job before. I've offered him to go places, to help, uh, to learn some of the shit and be an engineer. And he didn't want to help himself. 
So I just said, fuck him. I can cut a motherfucker off in a heartbeat. But it's not in me to not try to help that person first. So for all of y'all that were stating some of this shit another day after that show, um, you might have been stating it because you were confused about what I meant or I didn't say it well. I believe in God's grace. I believe in compassion. I also believe that if you don't change, then I'm not going to try to help you change. And that's where we're at. You know, me and the person that was having the conversation about the show the other day, they were like, well, when you say receive punishment or receive help, that sounds like you're trying to get them out of jail. Like the receive help, not punishment part. And I was like, look, I don't care if this person has to get help in prison or in jail as long as they get help. I'm scared to death that anybody, not just Kylie, but anybody, anyone that goes through stuff like this, I'm scared to death that you're going to see them not be here anymore. I think that there's a good chance that people that fall from grace, that fall off that pedestal, that they ought to be on suicide watch. Mentally, I don't think they're okay. And that's where I'm at with this. I don't want to see this person feel alone in the world. When everybody has turned your back on somebody, then you need to have a couple people that's in your corner that's going to be like, look, I fucking hate what you did. I don't like what you've become. And if you have the ability to go back to the person that you used to be. I'm going to be here for you. But if not, you got to go. Because I'm not going to have the toxic shit around me. Look, I've dealt with toxic for way too long in my life. I don't need any more toxic in my life. But do you become the toxic one if you're unable to forgive? If you're unable to offer help? I don't want to ever be that person. I've had several conversations the past couple days about a statement that I made, too, about how the good Lord died for all of our sins, not just some of them. And you can take that shit however you want to. They're saying that, oh, you're comparing being a pedophile to telling a lie. I'm not. I'm just saying that everybody sins. Everybody sins, and I'm not going to pick and choose which ones that I sit here and validate and which ones I don't. I'm not going to sit here and say what's right and what's wrong. Now, if you know my stance on pedophiles, I don't think they ever recover. I don't think they ever come back. I think that if you ever hurt a child physically, that you should fucking hang from a tree. We should find a tall tree and a short rope. I've never heard a recovery story from about a pedophile. I've had shows that we've talked about sex trafficking. And where that girl, uh, I can't remember her name right off the bat, top of my head. Sorry for that, darling. Um, but she came in here. She now works with the FBI and other stuff, our GBI. And uh, she helps put pedophiles in jail. And she, I don't want to see that happen to a kid. I don't want to fucking see it happen to a kid. I, and I don't think that, like I said, I've never heard a success story. Somebody recovering. Fucking just give them a bullet. Give them a, a rope, whatever. But I don't necessarily think that's what this situation is. 
I think I hate the word pedophile and I hate the sex registry. A pedophile to me is someone who actually harms a child and deserves to be on the registry. In the state of Georgia, I even got a buddy. He was 18. The girl was 17. He has to register as a sex offender the rest of his life. And the girl was probably fucking before he was. Somebody's going to say on here, plain and simple, what if your daughter? My daughter, when she gets to a certain age, is going to have her self-interest at heart. She's going to do what she thinks right or wrong. It's my job as a parent to teach her right or wrong. But eventually, that child's going to be their own person. And that's why, that's where, why, good job, Josh. That's where I do have a huge problem with what Kylie did because you're literally sexualizing children. I hate that. I hate what she fucking did, but I don't think she's a pedophile. I think she's a fucking moron for what she did. And I'm extremely mad that she did that to children. We shouldn't put our children in situations to where they are being sexualized. They shouldn't. Now, if a woman was to sit there at a pool... And by the way, this is a hypothetical, you goddamn sons of bitches. I am not saying what I'm about to say is the same thing that she did. I'm not. I'm not comparing the two. I'm saying one's a hypothetical and one is not. What happened with her was fucking real. This is not real. Let's say that there's a woman at a pool and she's breastfeeding a child. That is how if a kid ever sees a woman and a... a boob or whatever a breast that is how they should see it it not being sexualized breastfeeding is a beautiful thing i have no problem with women breastfeeding in public none at all i think it is a beautiful thing if that should be the way that a child is exposed to a breast for the first time that is how but unfortunately the fucking world we live in at a click of a button you can watch porn free Oh, it's crazy. They don't need it in their face. That is where I have a problem with what Kylie did. She, she did something to those boys that that is not the way to see your first set of titties. And I know that's not what anybody has said about this, is that these boys have been to, what did they say? They went to like a mud bog park or something, and they had seen them before. Yeah, that's okay, but don't become part of the fucking problem. If you know that those kids are sexualizing something that they shouldn't be sexualizing yet, don't fucking add to it. I think that is where a whole lot of people are fucking pissed off about this. And after I sat there and thought about it, it actually made me matter. Because I'm all about telling my daughter... Hey, you can't watch this. Hey, you can't do this. Hey, this is not how we're going to act. There will be a time and day to where you have that conversation. To where me and my daughter have that conversation. But it ain't fucking now, and it ain't going to be any goddamn time soon. The rest of the world can try to sexualize our children, and they can try to feed them all this bullshit, this new stuff in school, all the stuff on TikTok, Instagram, all over social media that is like, okay, for kids to act a certain way. Fuck you and fuck anybody that says that. I did not think about that aspect of it until after the show the other day when I had a conversation with the, the person on the phone for a long time. 
And they were right. And if somebody would have been doing the show with me, besides Grace, a grown-ass woman, I would have thought about that. So, I tell y'all that I believe in growth. And I tell y'all that I believe in both sides of the story. That was a side of the story that I didn't think about. I did not think about those kids being put in a situation to where, at that young age, that breasts were being sexualized. They're not supposed to be sexualized at that age. The only way you should see them is somebody's breastfeeding, whatever. You're supposed to learn that those things are beautiful, but for a different reason. They're part of a woman's body in life. They giveth life. They giveth the milk that the baby needs. That is how you're supposed to see them. You should not be sexualized yet. Um, this is something that I'll tell y'all about me. Uh, at a very young age, I started watching porn. Very young age. Uh, I think a lot of boys do, and I think it fucked me up for a long time. I think it fucked me up to where I had the idea that, one, everybody is supposed to have sex like this. Two, there were things that at the age of 14, 13, 14, that I should not have fucking known a goddamn thing about. There were things that made me become a pig. They did. There was a lot of times that I would look at a girl and I would go ahead and think about the fucking nasty thing I wanted her to do. She was doing nasty shit in my head. And that's not right. You know, everybody's going to lust. I'm not talking about lust. I'm talking about, like, I would see... 18, 19 years old. I didn't start having sex till I was 18. I was a, a late bloomer, which I hope all your kids are late bloomers. Uh, I don't think that they... I, I know why the age of consent is 18. Because if I would have been able to bang before then, uh, I'd have been fucking like a rabbit. Um, but I wouldn't have been understanding what I was doing, if that makes sense. I'm glad that I was unable to lose my virginity until 18. It wasn't because of the age of consent. because I couldn't get laid till I was 18. But I'm glad that it was later on in life for me. Because it it probably helped me a little bit. Because I as a when I start to develop that adult brain, you had a better understanding of the things you were doing. And at a younger age, I don't think that I was mentally able to understand what I was doing and the consequences, the repercussions of all of it. You kind of just are like, I just want to fuck. Your hormones are just like, I'm going to, I'm going to make you the nastiest little pervert you could be. Your hormones are already putting you through hell. You don't need other people sexualizing things that don't deserve to be sexualized yet. So when that person made that comment to me the other day, I realized that I was wrong for not getting mad about that and seeing it from that point of view. Now, I've had grown-ass men that have called me also since then to have this same conversation, and they were like, hey, you know good and damn well, when we were young, we'd have been tickled pink if that would have happened to us. You're probably right, but look how fucked up some of us are. It's not anything that needs to happen. Um, so any guy that's going to message me with that same statement, look, I agree with you. At that age, I probably would have been like, fuck yeah. But as an adult, I realized it was wrong. 
as an adult, I realized how wrong it is. Um, your hormones have a hold of you then. And you're really just fucking moron. You know? Any of y'all that know or remember puberty, you remember how fucking stupid you were. I remember, like, soon as I started sexualizing things, how stupid I got. And I also remember running up several pay-per-view uh, porno bills because we didn't have fucking any... We didn't have the internet like you got it now. You didn't have all this free shit. So I remember getting my ass whooped several times in high school by my mom and daddy for running up their pay-per-view bill. And I'm not talking about 20, 30 bucks. I'm talking about a couple hundo. And if stuff would have never been sexualized to me before then, my brain wouldn't have got wired that way to where I thought it was okay. And I thought I was going to get out of it. I'm telling you, my mama has came to the school and beat my ass because it was like a $150 porno bill. Uh, And of course, I blamed it on my friends. Um, But mom, if you're listening to this, it was definitely me. It was definitely me. (laughs) Ordering backdoor sluts for um, what's bad is I probably only watched about three minutes of it and probably paid like $30 for it. Uh, some things don't change in life. But if I would have never, never been sexualized and made that seem normal, then I wouldn't have thought the things I were doing that I was doing was normal. And I didn't think about that aspect towards these kids. I don't want these kids or any kids to get sexualized. I don't want them to fuck up their little brains. I want them to I want them to be a kid as long as they can be a fucking kid. Being an adult sucks anyway, but I want children to remain children as long as possible. And I really really hope that those kids aren't fucked up. I hope that I hope that you know their parents start watching what they're watching on TV, what they're looking at on TikTok. Uh, I hope there's some some blocks out there. I hope those kids can go back to being a kid. Um, and I didn't think about that. I didn't think about too much of that the other day. I thought about just the grace that I wanted to show Kylie when I did that episode. Grace in a way that I was showing compassion and I was showing my faith in God because I want to put faith in her that she'll change for the better. And I still pray. I'm still going to pray for that girl that she gets help and she changes. But punishment first. Learn the lesson first. Start becoming a better person. Receive help. And then work on your friendships. That includes me. I'm not turning my back on anybody. It's very hard for me to turn my back on you. But if I offer help and I offer to be there for you, and you don't want to give me help, or you don't want to accept my help, then that's kind of where you got to draw the line and say, fuck it. You just can't You can't do it no more. You can't do it to yourself and your mental health. You can't put yourself through their bullshit. And that is the point that I was trying to make the other day. I don't want her to feel alone, and I don't want her to feel suicidal. I mean, she's probably already, with everything she's had going on, she's not mentally stable. And if any of y'all can sit here and say that she is, you're a fucking idiot. Uh, nobody in her shoes would be mentally stable after all she's been through. And uh, some she's brought on herself, some she hasn't. The domestic violence stuff she definitely didn't bring on herself. But all the drinking, 
the other stuff that she had done when she was younger, I saw where somebody wanted to sit there and say something about her still snorting powder. Look, if the girl's snorting powder, it's whatever. Half the fucking world does it. I don't do it. If I did it, y'all would know because I'd be way more fucking fun than I am. I'm scared to death of it. I come from a lot of addicts. If I was to do it one time, I'd be a fucking crackhead by the end of the night. I'd be stealing your catalytic converter by next Wednesday. Just for some drugs. That's why I just drink. And, if y'all didn't know this, I hadn't been drinking hardly any lately. Been trying to do this not sober thing, but you know, not be a fucking alcoholic. Because I was getting way too gone and doing way too much. I was going through way too much whiskey. Um... That's another reason why it's hard for me to sit here and be ugly to anybody that's in some of her shoes. The exposing herself to children, I'm not. I, there's no justification for it. There's no nothing right for it. I want her to get help, but she's got to pay a price on that. The drinking too much, it's hard for me to sit here and say a goddamn word to her. That's me calling the kettle black or however you would turn that around. I'm not going to be a fucking hypocrite. I'll be a lot of things in this world, but I'm not going to be a hypocrite. And I'm not trying to give off the vibes that I'm scared. I have nothing to be fucking scared of. I'm going to make this clear to y'all real quick. All of y'all that think that what I did the other day was because I'm scared that all the little Kylie supporters are going to come after me. I'm not. Come after me. Try to get my social media deleted if you want to. I don't care. Uh, the reason why I don't give a shit is because... I have awards in broadcasting. I have a Senate resolution for right now, and you can Google it, in the state of Georgia to where I've been acknowledged in my years in broadcasting and the good shit I've done. And my show being ranked as high as it is and all this kind of stuff. If y'all were to take away my social media stuff, that's fine. I'll rebuild it. I do it just to market my show and market myself. I'm not obsessed with it. But I can find a fucking other job. If y'all made my show go away, which you're not fucking going to, I would be able to go get another job tomorrow in broadcasting. I'm not a miserable person. I'm not a fake-ass person. I'm actually sought after, if you want to know. Uh, shout out to Savannah. Miss Rhonda over in Savannah. They've been trying to get me to come work at that radio station, a huge-ass radio station, for like a year now. And I won't do it because I'm happy where I'm at and doing shit my own way. And doing stuff my own way is showing compassion and grace when nobody else will. Because I really do believe that's what you're supposed to do. Uh, even before I got off the phone with said person the other day, they were like, you're just kind of... you're you." I think that they got the message to where they understood where I was coming from. And they really believe that I'm that strong in my faith. I've told y'all a thousand times, you got warriors in this world, you got preachers in this world. A preacher might turn his back right now. I'm not saying that one would. A warrior is not going to. A warrior is going to sit there and they're going to fight for you until you don't fight for yourself. And I also am smart enough to know that this person deserves punishment. They deserve to be held accountable. Every one of us should be held accountable for what we do. I want y'all to I want y'all to really, really get that. We all should be held accountable for the shit that we do. 
And I won't I hate when you see these folks. Y'all know I do a lot of stuff for veterans, right? Do a lot of stuff for veteran organizations. One of the things that I think people should be held accountable for is all these folks on social media that are doing no good. That have millions of followers and in the in the whatever, in a blink of an eye, they can without a doubt save somebody's life. They can help somebody improve their life. But instead they want to talk about makeup and bullshit and what you can do for them and oh my tire blew out today like all that kind of stuff and don't get me wrong hey i just had to buy a new fucking computer there was a good bit of time there i was like hey look let's just do a fucking raffle let's do something let's come up with something to where the people listening to me can help me pay for this computer but i decided not to do that decided not to do that because i know that coming up in a few weeks, we're going to do another thing for creative vets. We're not going to get to go play in their golf tournament this time uh, because we'll be in uh we'll be at the beach. And I want to make sure that we make a donation to them, even though we can't be there. Cause I just love that fucking organization so much. I love the people that are connected with it. And so I decided to pick them over me. And that's what I want to see a lot of these folks on social media do. But it takes, I'm finding out a special type of mindset to think that way. And I got to quit thinking that everybody else is going to act like me or do the things that I think is right. I got to quit that shit. I'm not going to get me from everybody else. I understand that more than ever now. And that is where I want to make sure that Kylie or anybody else is held accountable for their actions moving forward. But what kind of person would I be if I didn't try to help? What kind of person are some of y'all that's sitting there knowing that you got skeletons in your closet, knowing that you've done fucked up shit? When I was locked up, when I was younger, I had a security guard, not a security guard, correctional officer, whatever the fuck you call him, tell me something. He said, the only difference between me and you is you got caught for the stupid shit you did. I didn't get caught for the stupid shit I did. I honestly think that everybody's lied at some point in time. They've stole something at some point in time. They've cheated. They've done something fucking stupid. Every one of y'all listening to me is probably shaking your head right now saying, yeah, I've done something stupid. I didn't get caught, though. I know every one of you motherfuckers lie on your taxes. How many of y'all use TurboTax and end up getting $7,000 back? A lot. <laughs> Especially you keep motherfuckers with kids. Y'all be using every deduction possible. I do. Shout out to uh, my CPA. <laughs> for making sure I don't go to prison. Um, so look, I'm going I'm to end this in just a second. But I just want to say, to simplify all of this. First thing, Trolls. JL Terry 87 you got enough balls to put any more messages under my videos or talking about my kid and the way that I speak to her or talking about this situation or whatever I'm gonna give a couple of y'all the opportunity at one time to do my show I'm gonna pick two or three of y'all if y'all got enough balls to message me on Instagram and we will have a educated debate by educated debate, I mean 
I won't listen to you scream and holler. I won't listen to you say dumb shit. One thing that you can earn my respect on, folks, is when you say something that I don't agree with and I ask you why, and you actually have information to back up why you believe in that. I don't want to hear just because I said so. Or that's just the way I think. No, tell me why the fucking the way you think is. When you do that, even if I don't agree with you, you earn my respect. So JL Terry 87 for all you trolls out there. Send it to me, baby. I want it. I want it. I want it bad. I really cannot wait for some of y'all to message me. And I will post your social media. I'll post where the fuck you want me to on there. This is your opportunity. But if you're underage, I think most of them are. I think most of them are trolls. I like literal trolls. Like under the type that lives under a fucking bridge troll. I don't think you're a real person. Or you're either an old man, old woman, that's just fucking miserable in life, or you're a fucking kid that's just got a smart-ass mouth and ain't had it handed to you yet. Well, I'm going to hand it to you. Or you might hand it to me. Fuck, you never know. Who knows? That's the first thing. So don't forget, trolls. JL Terry 87 baby. I'm waiting for you. Waiting for you. We'll do the show over the weekend or next week. And... The whole thing with Kylie, to sum it up, I do want her to be punished. I do want her feet in the fire. I just don't want her neck in the noose. I don't think the girl deserves to die over this. I don't think this girl deserves to lose her livelihood over this. I think she deserves to pay, even if that payment is in prison and she learns her lesson in prison. I, I think that she deserves... A harsh punishment for this. But I don't think she deserves to lose the rest of her things. I don't think she deserves OnlyFans anymore. I'll go ahead and tell you that. Uh, somebody asked me that the other day. Do I still think she ought to have a platform where she can expose herself? I hate to say this because I hate to see her lose all the money that she's made. But no, you make that type of mistake. And y'all don't like me saying the word mistake. I don't know why. I don't, and the more I kind of think about it, the word mistake hit my favorite for this one. When you fuck up the way that she did, I don't think you should have that platform anymore. Uh, but because of her family and everything, I don't think that the rest of her social media ought to be took from her. I think it's going to. I don't think she can even log into fucking anything right now. I really don't know all the rules. Uh, and she hasn't contacted me. If you heard at the end of the show the other day, I'm not contacting her first. For the simple reason, I don't know what her restrictions of her bond is. Um, she might not supposed to be able to talk to anybody from social media. I, I don't fucking know any of this. But it's an open invite for her to call me and to have a conversation. Because I am extending my hand to help her. But I also, same way we would tell my sister back in the day. You got to get your shit together if you want to be around. If you want us to consider you family. If you want me to consider you a friend then you got to get your shit together and you got to take the first step to get your shit together. And any of y'all that just misconstrued anything I said or take it out of context or post a clip like some dumbass did the other day, please, instead of you doing that, let's get you on the show. Let's get you on the show because if you don't understand that I am taking, I want at the end of the day, I want to say that I did all I could for this person. 
Now, if they don't want it, they don't want it. If they think I'm a shithead now, they can think I'm a shithead. But that's what I want to do. That's what's going to make me sleep well at night. Because you know what? People did that shit for me. People did it for me when I was not being a good person. When I was being a shithead. People turned their back on me for a little bit and made me pay my price. But when it was there for me to get up and stand on my own two feet and actually have people that cared about me remind me, hey, you're not fucking alone, dude. You're not alone. I don't want with everybody else giving this girl hell. And she was gonna she's gonna receive hell from me. But she's also gonna see receive grace and passion from me. I I know it might sound fucked up to y'all. But I wanna see her grow from this. I wanna see her have a better life from this. I wanna see her get closer to God. I wanna see her find the blessing in all this bullshit. Maybe she comes out of it, realizes what she did was so fucking bad and so stupid. Maybe she becomes an advocate for children. Maybe. I don't even know if she can work around kids. But maybe she turns all this shit into something to where she finds out what her life is supposed to be about. I've said it to y'all a lot. I want to be an advocate for veterans. I want to be an advocate for mental health. Everything else in my life is mute. Paychecks are mute. Everything that I thought I was going to want out of life, a lot of money, that's not what I necessarily want anymore. I want to make a difference in this world. And it took a suicide attempt. It took a daughter. It took getting in trouble with the law. It took all these things, because I'm so fucking hard-headed, to make me realize took getting fired from the radio station it took getting embarrassed by people before for some of the things i've said them making fun of me it took all of these things to figure out who i really was and what my life's mission is and that's what i mean when i say i hope that she comes out better from this and learns a lesson now she don't learn shit once again toodaloo motherfucker (laughs) you just ain't welcome around here no more But I don't think that's going to happen. If it does happen, I'll be very surprised. I think God had a plan for her. And she wasn't listening to it. God's got a funny way of reminding you where your blessings came from in the first place. If you don't think that the good Lord will knock you down a peg or two after he's built you up. (laughs) Oh, you're stupid. I know he's done it to me. Every time I get a little too big for my britches, every time I get off course in life, every single time, the good Lord always has a way of reminding me, hey, dumbass, we're going back this way. Whatever sign or whatever he sends me to jar my memory, he'll do it. And I think that's what he's doing to her. I'm not saying that the good Lord, because I know somebody's going to take this out of context. I know that the good Lord ain't the one that made her flash them youngins. But the good Lord's the punishment. The punishment in hell that came after that, that is her having to having to face the demons that are coming towards her. It's 
a reminder, hey, you didn't want to do shit my way. Now we're going to do shit the hard way. Now, you don't have to have faith like me and believe what I believe. I believe in the hellfire brimstone. I believe that you got to pay a fucking cost sometimes. There's probably going to come a day that I might have to pay another cost. And I want, when I, if I ever mess up, I ever make a mistake again, I want those people that love me and follow me to give me tough love to help set my ass back on the right path and remind me why I'm here in the first place and what I should be doing and what my life's mission is. That is what the fuck I want. And I'm not going to receive that, folks, if I don't show that same, same love and compassion to other people. You get what you give. I love each and every one of y'all. Thanks again to Matt Oxley. Y'all go look him up on social media right now for fixing our computer and doing it such in a timely manner. Um, thank you. Thank each and every one of y'all. Uh, I love you fuckers. I'll see you later. <laughs>